Hello everyone and welcome to Injected Podcast where we are injecting positive vibes in all of our lives. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's the beads. The beads are so the cute. Beads. <laughs> yeah, just just hear the beads. Yeah. Yeah. Hi everyone. <laughs> Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. Make sure you leave us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts yep, yeah. and use the hashtag Injected Podcast on Twitter. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, yeah. How's everyone doing this week? I mean, I'm Alexandra. Hi. And I'm Deanna. Welcome, guys. I'm yeah. going to braid my hair this weekend. Not because you've Woo-hoo. just done it, but I am in the mood okay. to just have the braids have and not copy any. Have like yeah. get that scalp out not have to touch that hair I yeah get it. just like how you does know, it this feel the with the beads though like do do you sleep well i sleep all right because my hair obviously basically because i've braided my natural hair it's obviously yeah. it's not well actually it's quite long i'm gonna take it down yeah you guys sorry not to be able to see at home but yeah oh well alex is like um, giving patrice russian you know that singer what does she sing send me forget me nuts have a look type over in. oh is that oh is that them you've seen that oh, album that, covers. i thought that was yeah. a group um no it's um, a woman patrice patrice what rush something russia russian russia russian russian american jazz pianist Oh, I see it. I yeah. see what you're talking about. Oh, yes. She's got like micro, micro, micro braids, but she's she's got the extensions. Yeah, like but I've I, always I thought if, yeah. if I had an, a fancy dress for the 80s or like, when was her music good? I don't know, like 80s, 70s, mm, yes, yeah, 70s, the then song. I'd go as her. Yeah, that was like an early 80s. Yeah, I did a Sade. I think her is next, defo. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I decided yeah. to plait my hair because like, it just gets to a point, especially especially in these winter months where it's like, I just don't want to have my hair out and it's just long, yeah. like, especially when my hair just ends up going up in a pineapple mm-hmm. all the time. It's just annoying. Um, mm. And it's just dry all the time. So dry, mine. And so it just, dry. it's just getting knotty and it's just like, you know what? Let me just plait my hair. Mm-hmm. So I decided to just plait it and I've been like loving putting these beads in now. Um, yeah, and just trying to actually, and I think this is the thing because as well, I feel like you don't see a lot of women. So like kind of like adults mm. who plait their natural hair without yeah. extensions. It's um, true. Like yeah, I used to so do it to go to bed, but like since I've known you actually, yeah. you've inspired me to do it like and wear it out because oh, I just think nice. it still looks cute. Like it's just, yeah. I don't have the, as much length and or like, the thickness, but I should be, yeah. I look fine still. Yeah. Cause like your hair is so long anyway that like you mm. should be able to plait your hair without extensions. Yeah. And I feel like we're so used to having that, oh, we need to feel like we've got the volume or the thickness mm. for it to look right when, hold on, this is the hair that grows out of our heads when yeah. we were all having to have our hair cane road and stuff like that all the time. Mm. We were cane road and just our natural hair. When I was young, I was just having, my hair was in little plaits like mm. this when I was a baby all the time. So it's like, I just feel like we need to sometimes like, don't get me wrong. I love braids. I love extensions. 
um, and stuff like that. But I feel like as well, we need to actually kind of see our natural hair braided mm. sometimes and just see that as beautiful as well and kind of normalize that too, because I think we're just getting too consumed with um, extensions and just having yeah. just having added shit on our head all the time. And as well, and it's not always the best practice for our hair as well. Sometimes like our mm. head needs a break rest so, like I mean mm. we carry so much already and now we have to carry mm. hair as well like extra hair on our head extra too extra hair like it's when a we've lot. got so much hair already like there, exactly. there is so much hair on my head and then I put extensions in um, when I when, when I do my braids it's literally so fucking heavy like yeah it I, is heavy as well I That's don't think thing. people talk about how heavy it is and how like when you take them out, the amounts of, for me, the amount of hair that comes out, I'm like, fuck, mm. am I going bald? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm literally, like, combing my hair for like 10 minutes and chunks and chunks of hair are yeah. still coming out. And I'm like, then, wow. That's the thing though. Re- remembering that when your hair is braided or in plaits and that, mm. everybody remember that you're still shedding the same amount of hair yeah. you shed every single day. So when you have your hair in braids and in plaits, and it's so tight. And then when you take it out and then it's like, mm. oh shit, I'm losing all this hair. It's still your normal amount of shedding. It is like something, mm. but it sh- it shocks. It is a shock every time. It, it shocks is. me as well. Yeah. Because as well, I feel like, to be honest, because when, when I've been doing my hair, like I'm washing my hair weekly and I'm, and I'm combing my hair and mm. I've been feeling like, oh, there's a lot of, I've been feeling there's a lot of shedding then. So I've just kind of been like, mm, let me put my hair in plaits. So then it, I feel like I'm not manipulating mm-hmm. it as much. So at least then I know that the shedding isn't due to over manipulation all the time. However, yeah. you just need to remember yeah. that. Try not to be shocked when you see the hair shedding because your hair is going to sheds a certain hundreds of hairs every single day, mm. regardless, and it always will. Um, it's true like yeah. you, you forget these things and like for me when that happens I get such a queasy feeling like I start to actually feel yeah. physically sick like oh my gosh my hair is all falling out and it's weird that your body reacts in a certain way it sees mm-hmm. something like you know some people they see blood and they faint it's like I see the hair falling out of my head and I just start to feel yeah. really queasy like I could faint even though oh, really? it's natural it, and it's normal yeah do, like, do I get you really have that kind of weird do you, do you find it because I I know some people hate like seeing like stray hairs in places like say if you saw mm. a hair like on the floor and you're like would you f- feel like that's disgusting or um, you know stuff like that if, if in a sink 100% in food I cannot eat food if there's a random stray hair in it like even if I pick mm. it out like I will still feel sick because I'll be thinking about that um, in the sink or like if I'm washing dishes or if I'm getting my clothes out the wash and then there's like hair on it I'm like ew like why is this here mm. but my hair sheds quite a lot and it goes like everywhere mm. so it's it's it is everywhere and I have to hear so much. <laughs> it's crazy because yeah. it's like, I feel like, I feel like it doesn't bother me that much. Mm. Consi- and consider- and it's considering like with, for you, it's because your hair is like silkier and stuff like that. It's probably yeah. easier for random stray hairs to be everywhere. than like mm. kind of for me, like for me, it's more like, if I'm seeing stray hairs, I know it's from like, it's from somebody's wig. It's from somebody's, We've oh, like yeah. somebody that, mm. um, and it's not really going to be from mine, but the mm. stray hairs is going to be like from somebody else's. Or say if I put extensions in, it's going to be some random parts of extensions and stuff like that. Mm. And I feel like it just doesn't, it just never bothers me. But um, 
yeah, because I always find it interesting when people were like always grossed out by hair. And I feel mm. like, <coughs> sorry guys, I'm, I'm still sick. Um, I feel like I was never bothered by it because I think, because I didn't, it wasn't always around me and always mm. like, oh, I know that's my sister's hair <laughs> kind of thing. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah just yeah. stuff like that. I feel I like I've, I've noticed like weird patterns of me feeling grossed out by things. Like for instance, mm. in, when was it? It must've been December, 2020 when I had COVID for the first time, like over mm. like almost covering the Christmas period, all of the build up to Christmas, I was ill with COVID and I wasn't doing any working out. And I started to feel so sick and queasy. And I mm. used to just fill my stomach and I used to think, oh my gosh, I'm getting big. Even though I wasn't, no, no it was the opposite. Oh, oh my wow. God, I'm getting little. I thought, oh my God, I'm losing oh. so much weight. And I, I was just so creeped out at that. And then, other times since then, like 2021, when I stopped going to the gym for long periods of time, I used to think, oh my God, I'm putting on so much weight. And I've never been the type to have any sort of like body issues, but I'm acknowledging things now like that is not normal because I haven't gone to the gym mm. for a month. I'm starting to think that I'm fat because loads of my hair is falling out. I think I've got a problem. And it's really weird. Like, I don't, I don't really know what to like think I'm just like ew like when things change I'm like oh my god why is why is this changing and I don't mm. have OCD or anything I don't think it's not abnormal though mm. I think it's more like you know yeah. that your routine has changed and then you're seeing minor differences and then it's just like in your head it's just triggering oh this has changed and it's because my routine has changed mm. I, I wouldn't say it's abnormal I think I think anyone who maybe has stopped going to the gym for a month would notice oh maybe that they've started putting on weight or maybe they don't feel as fit anymore but even if like I wasn't that. like I was weighing myself and I weighed the same but like I'd, I'd just mm. grab my stomach and be like why is my stomach like feeling bigger and bloated but like the thing is yeah. your, your stomach changes but, throughout the month anyway like it can be yeah. big one day and then small the next day but I think as well though because like just as a trigger of like your changing routine of what you're not used to and then like you're feeling like you're kind of feeling your body and you're just like oh my god is this because of this and it's more of mm. like an anxiety thing rather than yeah rather than like you kind of being like body dysmorphic in a sense I think it's like, yeah. and I think that's kind of something that probably is actually normal in everyone. I feel like, but it's weird though, because, but I think for me personally, I never really notice weight change on me. I can't, I can never mm. tell, but then I have other people commenting on my weight. Really? And I just find, yeah, I find it really like, it's never bad, but I feel mm. like I've always felt a type of way if other people are commenting on my weight. Like, I don't like it if people are telling me that they think I've lost weight. Because oh I have, because <laughs> I've had people, like, I've had people say that, that, oh, have you lost weight? And I'm just like, no, I haven't. Oh, it's like, oh, you've been going to the gym. I haven't been fucking going to the gym. So mm. please don't comment on, you think that I've lost weight and stuff. Who because, do you get it from? Like family, friends, or? Um, so I get it sometimes from family. Uh, I had it like there was a okay the time when I was just really like I don't want people commenting on my weight I had people yeah. at work saying it to me <laughs> and it's just like I'm sorry you people shouldn't be looking at my body like that <laughs> don't be looking at me like that what do you mean have I lost weight like yeah like why are you looking why you are know, you noticing that my, my bum isn't yeah. as big 
Literally, and that is the thing, because for me, weight gain and weight loss is like with my bum because I don't really mm. put weight on in my stomach as such. Yeah. It's literally with my bum and my breasts. Mm. Um, though, mm, to be honest though, I don't be losing weight on my breasts. Mm. Um, but like the weight gets gained there. Like it's just very annoying. And I understand <laughs> well, like constant I have, gain. <laughs> yeah. And as well, what's just so annoying is that I will be like, so say I'll, I'll be in the gym when I'm in the gym, so, and then like, I'll be putting weight on my bum because I've, mm. I've been doing like, doing squats and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and then, and the times when I was in the gym wasn't the times when people have noticed me losing weight. It's times mm. when I'm not in the gym, people will be like, oh, have you lost weight? And it's just like, no, no I, I'm not in the gym <laughs> right now. <laughs> Like, it's really weird. Like, very annoying. I get that sometimes as well. I haven't had it in a while, but like, there's certain uncles and aunties that will say, You've lost weight. And like, aunties that will say, Oh, where's your bum gone? And I'm like, What do you mean? Like, what? I don't know what to say to that. And then um, my granny does it sometimes. Like, she'll say something about my weight. My mum used to do this thing where whenever I'd go home, she'd be like, Oh, I need to fatten you up. I need to fatten you up. And I'm just (laughs) like, Mum, you were my size when you were my age. Like, what's the problem? Why why do you want me to be, why do you want me to be big? like and the thing is I'm I'm eating it's not like I'm starving yeah. myself and like I can't afford meals like I am eating it's just I think because I'm vegan I'm naturally gonna be slim like for the rest of my life unless mm. like I start binging I think I'm gonna be slim and like that's just the way it is um and I feel like because I think with aunties and uncles because whenever they used to come around at home I used to be in a dressing gown so you can't really see someone's body in a dressing gown but yeah. like, when it got to the summer I'd be in like a dress or like shorts and then they'd say oh like you've you've um, lost a lot of weight you're looking skinny now and I just used to mm. think oh. and then my mum did it to me once where she called me fat and I was like oh my god this what? woman from one side to the next <laughs> What do you mean? She was like, you're, like, and this is the thing. She was like, you're five again, fat. I was like, I, I literally do sports. What do you expect? <laughs> Maybe like my thighs are just normal. This is the mm. thing. It's just very much like... Constant comments and yeah, observations. And under- <laughs> understanding like body shapes. <laughs> like, yeah, they don't get at it. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, <laughs> as someone who's mixed race, your thighs aren't going to be skinny and you you may not have a thigh gap all the time you know like yeah i've never had a thigh gap it'd be it'd be nice to see what it's like does it feel cold i feel like they don't look appetizing but then (laughs) is that body shaming (laughs) anyone with a thigh gap Mm, maybe (laughs) but i mean i guess it's just not my it's just not my sort of thing like it's not what i'd go for you know, I feel yeah, like I would cold. like a woman who's curvy. If you, yeah, <laughs> if you were dating girls. Yeah, if I was dating a girl, I think I would like someone who's curvy. I don't think, I don't think the thigh gap would be for me. No. What do you think your, um, if you were dating girls, what does your ideal girl look like? Because mine looks like okay. me. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is exactly what I was going to say. To be honest, I'm not going to lie. I feel like I fancy myself a bit yeah, too much. Yeah, I just fancy me. But, <laughs> but actually... I feel like let me I'm trying to think I'm gonna go scroll for my Instagram to just be like who's my mm. ideal type because I was I sometimes I think about this and I'm just like oh that that's my ideal type mm. what um, type of you or type of girl like you type of other girl. girls I'm mm. trying to think yeah I'm trying to find who's my type of girl 
Mm. It's so annoying when it's like these questions come up now. I can't remember. Apologies. Sprung um, it on you. I know. Ugh, as well, like, because I, I don't fancy a lot of celebrities as well, innit? So that's, that makes it hard to just be like, who's your type? Yeah, like, like what you're into. Celebrity. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Maybe it's a question for another day when we've got. Mm, yeah, maybe the when we like work more out. prepared. Yeah, the yeah. paperwork, the receipts. I, mm. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I'm, I'm not sure if that is. Um, oh, I'm sweating now. <laughs> I'm I'm tired of being ill. You're tired of being ill. <laughs> yeah, I've been ill, like, it's been too long. And I've been ill, ill, like, I've had to be in bed. Mm. And it's just like, ill, this is not nice. Ugh, I'm trying to think of a celebrity who are like, because I'm not really like a Rihanna or a Beyonce type of girl. I don't think they're for me. I Maybe think Rihanna's a Kiki Palmer. Yeah, Kiki Palmer's beautiful. I think maybe a Kiki Palmer. Oh, definitely a Letitia Wright. Definitely. I don't and know definitely a Little Sims. Letitia Wright. Yes, you a do. Little Sims. Letitia Wright. Hang on. Yeah, Letitia Wright. Um, Black Panther. I don't know. Yes, oh, you do. Oh, her with the short hair. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, don't even, don't shame yourself, girl. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'm giving you Letitia Wright, A Little Sims, um, Kiki Palmer. Yeah, they are my go-to. They're the type of girls. Good choices. Yeah, they're the type of girls. I'm not even prepared. Um, I like... Who do I like? I think... mm, 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 Oh, this is a hard one. I like Tiana Taylor. I like mm. I like the rapper Ruby Rose, not the one in Orange is the New Black. The rap okay. girl. Um, who else do I like? If I'm doing three, mm, I don't know. I can't pick right now, but they're my two. I feel, I feel like, like I fancy um, Adiola as well. I think yeah she she's got sex appeal yeah she's just beautiful yeah she is yeah yeah I feel like she's she's my type of girl too but then I also feel like she might be a bit too girly for me Oh, who do I like? This is actually a very hard question. Maybe just when they come up in the future, like people I fancy, I'll just say yeah. them. You're you're try you're trying um write them down, write a list. <laughs> yeah, I'll write a list and bring a list next time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. What were we talking about? Body? <laughs> yeah, bodies. Body yaddy 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 yaddy. Mm. Yaddy, 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 yaddy. <laughs> Meg the Stallion can get it too. <laughs> yeah, Meg. The, she's actually beautiful. Like I was looking she at her Instagram gorgeous. again the other day, and I was like, "This woman is actually flawless." Mm-hmm. And her body's amazing. 
you think her body's real? I feel like Meg's body is real. Yeah. I feel like Meg is one of the few who who are real. Because yeah. it's kind of been quite consistent as well. And even with her, with the most recent fo- photo with her, um, with her ass and her boyfriend's face, mm. um, her bum doesn't look really big in there. Do you know what I mean? It looks mm. like, it looks like, you know, when natural bums it, at different angles, it kind of like levels out in different so ways. So true. I know that angle because sometimes I look at my bum from that <laughs> angle. I'm like, where's it gone? But then I turn around, I'm like, ah, oh, there it is. Oh, it's there. <laughs> when when, it's, when you stand up and gravity takes hold, it's like, oh yeah, there it is. Because yeah. you're upside down, gravity's taken hold in a different way. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, and that's why I think Megan's bum is real. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it's crazy I think so though too. that you just you there's so many people that have stuff done. Like I'm convinced that every single like A-lister has had something. Even the men, they've all Most had definitely. something. Like yeah. one tiny thing, whether it's like I can agree with some that. sort of filler or like laser on their face to change something, mm. eyebrow lift, like I think a lot of them have had little tweaks. Yeah. Which, you know, maybe I would if I was in that position. But I, I don't know about you. I mean, I it's best think... practice in Hollywood, isn't it? Yeah. I can't ever see myself getting something done. But then sometimes I look at myself and I have like, I can tell that I've got wrinkles coming on my forehead. I've got those. If I do my mascara and I look up or I'm taking my makeup up off and I look up mm. too much, like I have these lines. I'm like, oh my God, here is, is coming. Like <laughs> the time has come. And like my brother has wrinkles on his head. Like, so I feel like it's it's probably coming soon. But I don't think I'd mm-hmm. get Botox because I don't, I don't think I care enough. I don't know though. I don't think but I, I guess, do care like, enough. If you're doing enough skincare, like I feel yeah. like it should be okay, right? Yeah, like I just want nice, like quality skin. Even if I got a, mm-hmm. a wrinkle here or there, I just want it to be like perky still. I don't want it to yeah. sag. But there's nothing wrong with sagging either. <laughs> <laughs> just my preference. <laughs> Your preference. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I hate that word now. Because people use it all the time. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Kwame. Kwame used it too much. My preference is a Rihanna or a Beyonce. <laughs> Shut the fuck I up. I can't believe that. <laughs> I just can't believe that. What man? I prefer someone Random a bit guy. more petite. <laughs> that, I feel like, is a hate crime. Like, that is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> he is awful. Did you see um, Alani posted a video? Just oh, basically, I tried to like, watch it on the tube, but it cut out. Um, what was it? Basically, so she was she referenced Kwame because he was he was it was a point where he said there's two types of women, and he was describing mm. the two types of women, and then and Alani just posted a video saying that what he's talking about is the Madonna whore trope, mm. um, about how you just have one woman who's the Madonna who's that matriarch, um, that mm. you know that that virgin that womanly that motherly mm. figure. Um, that that men want to wife, but they have no sexual desire towards them, and then mm. you've got the whore who is the person that they that they find sexually attractive, that mm. they want to basically fuck about with, blah blah blah, and they have, and those are the that's like the two types of women. Oh yeah, it's Sigmund yeah. Freud, isn't it? She said like one of his. I think so. Yeah. Fun analogies or fun things that he he was a weirdo. Like when I learn more he about him, I'm like, this weirdo. man is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
but like it's true though because and as well isn't it funny because that's something that's definitely been passed through the black community like you've got women who are just good for sex and you've got women who are good to be the mother mm. of your children um yeah very true you're not trying to have sex with the mother of your children because you know they, they're only good for childbearing <laughs> mm. and being a mother yeah. and they're only good for Nurturing. you know cooking cooking new food and all this stuff and it's even to the point of remember I'm bringing up this guy again mm. who was it it wasn't Big Tobes it was some other guy <laughs> Yeah, it was Big Tobes. It wasn't Tion Wayne. It was Big Tobes. It wasn't Tion Wayne. Yeah, Big Tobes. He he was dating a a bigger woman because he thought that, oh, yeah, she'll be good at cooking and all of this stuff. Mm. And this is why he wants to date her. And then he was dating her for what? What was it like? Not even that long, like two weeks or two months or something like that. And and he was like, oh, she ain't ain't cooked for me yet. And I'm just (laughs) like, mate, why should she have to cook for you? Mm. And it's like, oh, I just thought like as a bigger woman, she'd be cooking all the time. Why would she be cooking all the time? Like, <laughs> and then and she was just like, mate, who says I'm cooking all the time? Look, look, yeah, I'm eating, but who says I'm cooking? Like, it's such a know, cheek. It's so it cheeky. Is. It's and, and the thing is as well, it just shows like this Kwame, he's got like a podcast on relationships and love and stuff, but he's oh, already God. started it off on a, a bad note by saying that there's only, there's two types of women. What? Yeah. So women are dynamic and you can't be both. You can't like, you can't have a bit of this and a bit of that. All of his hot takes are just Yeah, his hot takes just none of awful. them I agree with. Like nothing. I don't agree with Any, I agree anything with. that comes out of his mouth I don't agree with. Um okay. Where, Actually so Mar- I did agree Mar- with Fesai, one thing. Where are you? Oh my god, you agreed with something. Okay, let me listen. Yeah. So Actually, I didn't. I didn't agree with the way that he delivered, but I think it made the show a lot better. It was when they were in the conservatory having dinner, and then um, Gemma was like, "So, did was it her name, Gemma? Yes. Yeah. So, did everyone know about Matt and Whitney before me?" And then was Carla like, yes. was like, "Let's not lie. Let's not lie. We all knew." <laughs> No, but the thing is, though. (laughs) Yeah, but the thing is, though, like, he stirred the pot because the thing is, is that nothing had happened between Matt and Whitney then. They they just spoke, they just had one conversation, and people were like, oh, they're looking cozy. And like, they were like, oh, and they're giving each other's looks. That was all that, Mm. that was all that people had picked up on. And and people who had spoken to Matt and Whitney, they were kind of like, hmm kind of feeling him and as well mm. they had the dinner parties before that when they said that they fancied each other yeah that was it that was all that everybody knew so like even then <laughs> I'm sorry I have to disagree with you even then I don't agree because <laughs> he was making it up like the thing is what was so funny about that yeah was that mm. like Kwame and I even think Keisha and Kwame they were there just as in like people to kind of push on stories and to be like mm-hmm. you know peacekeepers as well in the group yeah. because why is it that like when that situation happened mm. Thomas was bringing up the April thing yeah Kwame was like yeah I'm bored Constantly. of this conversation what I want to know is <laughs> Matt and Whitney like that and he was just like I want to stare a different part and nobody else is going to bring it up unless I yeah. do right now so like literally yeah, that's what I thought was fucking hilarious about that situation I do think that like they did bring such a good batch of people onto that show that were mm. ready for the drama. Like, like that we don't really see reality TV like that in the UK very much, where people are shouting mm. at each other across tables. It's it gives like me 
like housewife vibes, which is just yeah. something we need over here a little bit more. We need more chaos like on our reality TV screens. Yeah. I'm sorry, like the the setup kind of um arguments just aren't really good enough anymore like we need it to be they're a round not. table they're actually arguing over something genuine and we can all see like the something different that perspectives <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it's, it's just a really good show like and i feel there are so many to- talking topics on each relationship and the barriers that they all have and like what we said before you can really you, you put yourself in their shoes and kind of think, well, what would I do in this situation? Mm. Like, what, how would I react? Because like some of the situations are quite complex. Like um, Thomas and Adrian. Adrian mm-hmm. is not ready to have sex with Thomas yet, but Thomas is a very like sexually driven person and he doesn't know how long he should wait. He doesn't know but if what? Adrian is into him. And when he asks Adrian if he's into him, Adrian's a bit shifty, but then he shows Ooh. love through other ways, like So um, what I affection. thought was really what I mm. thought was really interesting about their situation is that it was clear that Thomas had a lot of respect for Adrian though. Yeah. Because Spoilers. Thomas yeah spo- well yeah i mean it's been how many weeks now since this as well mm. so i'm sorry guys like go over it um uh yeah like thomas <laughs> for someone who like okay he's a sexual person and stuff like that he really had a lot of respect for adrian to actually keep waiting and to not even yeah. be pushing it and i feel like for Thomas as well, I think that was probably the first time he's had a relationship with someone like that. And I think mm. he really did want to see where it was gonna go and how it was gonna yeah. work. Um, and then, but, and I also think that's why he deflected everything onto having arguments mm. with other people. So, yeah, maybe. so their so their kind of issues wouldn't have to be addressed. So mm-hmm. he wouldn't have to actually be honest with what he's feeling because he really didn't want to lose Adrian. And I think yeah, he didn't I want to admit that. that maybe Adrian wasn't the right person for him because he actually grew yeah. to a part where actually I have a lot of respect for this guy. Mm. And I think I do, I think I do love him. Like, and, yeah, yeah. and well, and well, okay, now it's ended in friendship for them. But I think Thomas really felt like it could be more. But I think mm. for both, I think both of them weren't weren't attracted to each other though. No, they clearly um, like I don't think they were. Even Thomas, even if he wanted to sleep with um, Adrian, I don't think he mm. was. Like they were, we, it was clear from the first episode that they were not each other's both, types. Yeah, both like of they them. both were a bit shocked when they were presented in front of each other. Like they they made the most out of the situation, but they they wouldn't have approached each other in real life, and they wouldn't yeah. have been really in the same circle <laughs> in real life. So yeah, and I think it was nice to see them really try. Like, because it yeah. kind of from I my perspective, they... it made me think, oh, if you put two people who are not that much alike together, what can actually happen? And it's like they actually mm. did try it and they made like a really good friendship out of it. Yeah. Even like, if the romance didn't work, like they actually yeah. have built a strong bond. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like they, they really did try. Mm. And I think that was quite nice. And the thing is, I I can believe in their friendship because they haven't had sex. All this other, mm. the other couples, now that they're broken up and it's like, oh yeah, I Let's hope you've friends. got a good friendship. No, don't be staying friends with and people And it's always the men with. that say that as well. Like, oh yeah, we've yeah. got a friendship. And it's like, 
But why? For, maybe for, for you, but not for me. Yeah. <laughs> why, like, how are we friends? Yeah. I don't actually, think you, Did you watch the commitment ceremony? Have you finished? I haven't. No, no, I haven't finished. I need to watch that. That came out last mm. last night. Well, we're very. This is oh, a it? pre-recorded episode. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, okay. Because I watched it. No, because I went to start watching it last night. And then I was like, look, I'm bored. I need to sleep. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, and then I watched it today. Mm. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah. Um, we won't talk about that then. But, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. I was going to ask Can you something just about them. Go on. Go on. You ask me. No, you, you ask your thing first. Let me think. I was like, can we quickly just talk about Shanita and Jordan, though? Yeah. I feel like it needs to happen. I'm mm. really, really, really disappointed that they couldn't make it work because they both seem to make each other so happy. So the thing but is, actually, like, let's, let's I think not say he was they. the one. Yeah, he was let's the one that didn't make it they. work. Um, I feel like this is very, this is like such a true representation of British men. Yeah. Very flaky. You know, I was very like him last week. Very out of sight out of mind this is a yeah yeah this is the thing because i think the thing is though shanita made him a likable person let's, let's yeah not true get wrong and not gonna lie as well shanita is one of the most stunning people like i've ever mm-hmm. seen like her face is beautiful she mm-hmm. her body her figure like everything about her is stunning and her personality as well she comes across as such like she's a big personality she's got a lot like she's funny she can be shady but she's funny with it and she just seems like a really good time and it's like for Jordan Jordan average looking guy like in my eyes he was kind of average like he looks like the average Jordan in the UK (laughs) he looks like a Jordan he looks like a Jordan (laughs) (laughs) he looks like a Jordan (laughs) and they were partners together and his little quiff Sorry. <laughs> I think she's got so much going for her that you think so that he would going. be obsessed, like, and he would be head over heels and have all the feelings there. So the fact that he kept overthinking and thinking, oh, I don't know if I'll fall in love. I don't know. It's like, but do you need to keep thinking about like all I of don't the hurdles that may come up? Yeah, like, why, why, why don't can't you just, you just go through the presently? process? Yeah, like. Yeah. Li- Go through it with her and then eventually you'll see whether you like her or not. Yeah, just like go through the process, do the things and maybe you might be feeling love. But no, all you're Mm. thinking is, oh, I can only move in with someone if I love someone. And it's just like, yeah, And you don't have to say that as well, like that you you can have a diary. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, you can have a diary. There's a notes app. There's a lot of ways you can be vocalising this, but not, to her straight away just because you've concocted an idea in your head and I just feel like he's very much someone as well like when he's made up his mind that's it Mm. and like he's and he's good at twisting things because we've seen him twist things throughout the process like Mm. he'll randomly bring up something and say that oh Shanita's just picking at me blah 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 blah. yeah she makes me feel low sometimes yeah and And then, then it's like Mm. But but the thing is, okay, yeah, at first there was some things where it was like, oh, actually she's doing yeah, that a little bit. Like the ADHD however, thing. Yeah. But however, he didn't address it with her mm. at all. None of this he communicated with her. And he just kind of was like, 
it just brought mm. it on the couch so she could get a grilling. She was clearly upset about it because she was yeah, just she like, was. she she didn't realize like how that she was upsetting him so much. And mm. you can see that she really cared for him so much that she was feeling upset that she had caused him pain. Had his feelings, yeah. 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 And um and then she and she really worked on that. But then he kept on using that as an excuse all the way through. Even when points when Shanita tried to bring something to the couch, like she tried to bring Oh, he brought up in the dinner party that he doesn't want to move in with someone that he's not in love with. Mm. And obviously that set me back. He brought it up again and twisted mm. the situation around. So then the again, um, on the couch, they were going at her. Mm. And it was just like, hold on, what about him? Like he he sprung that on her. Yeah. yeah at a dinner I party. Think, I think it just come across like he had all these random thoughts in his head that would pop up and he'd let a thought really like manifest into like a massive beast even though there's mm. not a problem he'd create a problem out of the smallest thing and then they'd end up like suffering as a couple because he wouldn't be able to like I feel I'm not not a relationship expert obviously but if you've got a problem then you think about it thoroughly before you start talking about it to people and you think about like you know how they broke up? I mean, he broke up with her over FaceTime because she kept asking me, do you want to be in a relationship with me? Yes or no? And he he was like, I was put under pressure. But, and it's like, it's not a pressure question no, though. No, that wasn't being put under pressure. I'm sorry. You stopped putting in effort. She could see that the effort wasn't there. Right, she's trying to, trying to plan to see you. You keep making up excuses. Mm. And then, so then now she's just put you on the spot. Do you want to be with me? And you've said no. Excuse it's not a hard me. question. Like if if you really care about someone, you'll say, of course I do. I'm just going through something. Like, and I, I will exactly. try and communicate that as best as not, I can. He's not going through anything. He's just being a man. It's literally out of sight, out of mind. Oh, now, mm. I, now I'm not with you 24 seven. Now we're not playing pretend, pretend marriage. Okay, fine. Yeah. Like, all right. Like whatever. You know, um, it is a shame as well because they went to final vows and it wasn't like they were just seeing how it was going. It was like, no, we're married now. I mean, you used to make an effort to actually stick by each other and he wasn't doing that. Exactly. And I just feel like, yeah, it was was a shame. And you can see that she's heartbroken. She has to Mm -hmm. go in front of everyone and she's there outwardly upset and putting on a brave face. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, yeah, I just feel like he's not even appreciating that she is upset and yeah. how much she's putting on a brave face as well. I don't think he mm-hmm. was really appreciating that. He kept like going going to comfort her and stuff. And it's like, excuse me, you're yeah. the last person she's going to want comf- comfort from. And grabbing like, her leg and stuff. It's like, you're not actually oh, in a relationship fucking, anymore for you to touch her exactly, like that. Exactly, don't be touching my leg. Like, I, like literally, the <laughs> whole time would, I was that watching this- That made me angry. Literally, the whole time I was watching it, I was like, stop touching her leg, stop touching her. I'm like, this mm. is just, this is making me uncomfortable. Stop touching mm. her. The way as well, he just came and just plunked himself. Like, Duca was there, like, doing light flirting. Yeah. When he came, quick time, came and plunked himself in, in between Duca and Shanita. And he was just like, oh, I'm just going to sit here. 
like he didn't even make it like make it sort of like oh can no. I just sit here so I can chat to Shania who's like oh I'm just gonna sit here and like Duke was like the fuck just in the middle like, of the couch and then Duke was talking about oh one one man's trash is another man's treasure yeah. and then Jordan's laughing along and I just thought this is awkward Jordan you've just <laughs> just enter the conversation that you're not supposed to be well, in. Go Jordan away. was trying. Jordan was trying to laugh along because, like, yeah, he was. Because um, Shani- Shanita was proper joking with Duca, mm. and you had like, and then Jordan was trying to laugh along with it, and it's just like, it was just like, mate, you're not in this joke. Yeah, yeah. This joke is was... at your expense. I was just really sad for Shanita because she's just oh. yeah. She's amazing. Like she's my favorite. She's lovely. Person. I don't think she. I don't think she deserved that. And no. I just think she can do better anyway. Like you mm-hmm. don't want to be with someone who just like, like literally where it's out of sight, out of mind. Mm. I can't be bothered. Like I'm sorry, you went. Why did you? And this is again the same. The same thing that has come up for me the whole time watching this. Why are these people on this program? I don't yeah. understand. Why did you choose to go married at first sight if you're clearly not if you're clearly not ready to be you're married? Not open. Yeah, and something <laughs> I find weird as well is that so you've caught feelings. The next step after this is probably that you'll fall in love. So if you've got the capacity to like catch proper feelings for someone, then why are you like jumping away come. from that? Yeah, like yeah. love is literally around the corner. Like, why are you on this program if you've got commitment issues? <laughs> like, I'm really confused. Like. Mm. I'm really confused. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Also, why are you on this program if, um, well, I don't know. It's so all <laughs> of them. Like all of them on there. I'm just like, I don't understand why they're on this program. A lot of them. Mm. Like a lot of them, either didn't want to be married to Whitney. Um, Jonathan as well. Jonathan, Jonathan as in the Northern Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, you had or you had people who it's just like oh, um, yeah, I want this, I want someone, but not sure about this or oh, they like people who haven't discussed if they definitely want to have children in the future or mm. like just just random things. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, do you think you'd ever date anyone? Like on to just talking about Matt and Whitney, would you date anyone with face tattoos? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Full stop. No, like not the ones that he mm, has as well. Ugh, his are nasty. Like his aren't even cute. But like, oh my god, I lie. I did. No, did we go on a date? We didn't go on a date. There was a guy who who had um a tattoo on his face. Oh my god, he had, like, who? A, it was a it was a really shit teardrop. Oh my um, god, why has he got a teardrop? Did he kill someone? Well, that's the thing. I asked him, what, did you kill someone? And he was like, oh no, but basically someone, like a really close friend or someone died. And then, and so he, and he wanted it tattooed. And I was like, okay. And he was like, yeah, people look at me funny because I've got it on in there. And I was just like, well, why did you do it? Like, yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> I why laugh. did you do it His friend died, but what the fuck? <laughs> oh, but like, mm, that guy... Oh, I feel like he um he he was sweet. Like I feel like he is a bit like mm, what's the, what? How can I say this? That's not. Mm, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like he he had potential. No, 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 no. no. That's really not what I'm trying to say. Okay, because I <laughs> would I'm have been trying, shocked. I'm trying <laughs> not to be rude. 
Um, mm. Because, how can I say it? Because you can't really, you can't call people special anymore, can you? Like, that's not, oh, that's not yeah. right. No, it's he's, not he's, right. Yeah, I don't know how Just to describe it. Just might have had a learning difficulty, but then no, but accusing he def- people. He didn't have a learning difficulty though. That's the thing. It's like, he definitely didn't have a learning difficulty, but he might be on some spectrum, but I can't say that because mm. I'm not a professional. But then that's a learning difficulty, it. isn't it? Mm. Mm, well no because not all spectrums are learning difficulties like ADHD isn't a learning difficulty is it is it not oh it's just a behavioural no. difficulty it's just like is it a, a difficulty yeah, just, is it difficult I don't, I don't think don't it's know. a difficulty it's <laughs> just a yeah <laughs> that's a thing mm, it's um, just a thing <laughs> yeah it's, it's not yeah anyway Mm. There, was, there was something about him he was a bit I don't want to I don't know how to describe it but like he seemed he was sweet he seemed alright neurodivergent maybe no maybe yeah mm. um and I only say that just like because like with kind of how he like how he spoke how he kind of presented himself to me this is but this is not me diagnosing him um but like, cause he was in his thirties, but he, mm. he acted like he was a lot younger. A lot of his friends were kind of more in their um, early twenties as well. Like um, Peter Pan. Not quite as much, but um, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, like, so he was kind of like, yeah, a lot of his friends were, were in his early, were in their early twenties. He was kind of like, not sure he wasn't really sure what what he was doing in life just yet which is like obviously fine not everybody has everything worked out um but kind of like this the way he was was just a bit like um we're not we're not quite on the mm. same page in that Where'd sense you find him on hinge he was on hinge he was on hinge um yeah and he, he was character. a skater he, he oh. was a skater um is that the only yeah. skater you've dated? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was a skateboarder though, not not roller skater. Oh, I don't think I've I've dated. I was in a relationship with one guy who owned skateboards but couldn't skate. <laughs> but he he owned skateboards but couldn't skate. Yeah, he was one of them okay. ones that was like. Um, he liked Tyler the Creator and stuff and all of that kind of odd future stuff and Supreme, but like he couldn't skate. He just had the boards and couldn't but skate. But he didn't try? No, I mean, I YouTube think he is tried, a thing. But wasn't good. So but you can I keep think practicing. he stopped. But yeah, some guy, I guess if you go over the skate park and you're intimidated, then what can you do? No, but okay, it sounded like from that guy though, it sounds like the skate parks are quite intimidating because like this guy yeah, was a skater. In Essex. And he w- <laughs> shade. The shade. Anyway. So this guy, he would skate and he can mm. skate but it's just like oh because some people might be getting the tricks quicker than he is and they would all laugh at him and stuff like that mm. and yeah it just sounds like it just sounds like they're all like bitches like they're, they're not very nice yeah, skaters seem like bitches like one of my friends used to date a skater 
and we'd all go out for drinks and then they'd be the type they'd argue with bouncers and like try and start fights and they'd do like loads of coke in the toilets and like oh, just God. not not cute no. <laughs> um but anyway yeah like that guy yeah I d- how did we even get onto him oh face tattoos yeah he had yeah mad he, he had like really shit teardrops they, they were really bad as well they weren't very good they were bad he had more than one I thought you said he had one teardrop so yeah, I a think few. it was t- I think it was two I don't know I feel like he might have had like on either side of his nose or <gasps> yeah, two on one side or something um, on his yeah. nose not even on his cheek that's so odd like, yeah it's like from so it's meant to be coming like kind of from the like tear, tear duct kind of thing <laughs> but it, that's what I mean it looks it looks shit <laughs> It looked shit. That's the thing. It was awful. Oh my god! Hinge just yeah. like it, it is like opening a Christmas cracker. You get like the randomest things, like <laughs> the randomest types of people. It's oh gosh, like, we were meant to go skating together. We didn't end up going skating, but um, no. Yeah, but no. But I did cane row his hair. <laughs> no. <laughs> So random. Okay, that's kind of cute. Yeah, that's actually like, really cute. Yeah, because he was like messing with his hair, and he was just like, itching. he was just like feeling like it was not itching. He just was feeling like it was <laughs> everywhere. And I was like, oh, do you do you want me to just cane it for you? And he's like, oh yes, please. Um, mm. And I was just like, okay. And he just wanted he just wanted um, big doo doo plats anyway. So I just so I cane it. <laughs> cute. Yeah, but like yeah, that that's what I mean. I think he's sweet, but he's. You know, he was older than me, but like I felt like he was younger than me. A young presence, yeah. Yeah, his his attitudes was younger than me, and it was just like mm, mm. not really kind of what I'm looking for. Trying to looking for what I'm trying to be around at the moment. It's very um, disappointing when you yeah. date older people and they like come across as younger than you or like your age. It's like excuse me I wanted to, it's not what I ordered <laughs> refund I don't know I guess I don't know I guess it depends because like because some people have different types of upbringing than you or different types of experiences it's true it? so yeah. it's kind of like in a sense for sometimes I'm just like mm, maybe your upbringing or experience is a lot different to mine so I can't judge mm. why you act how you are it's but true you can't judge yeah and then I'm always like but there's people out there who will be for you but mm-hmm. I'm just not that person that's kind of how I think about it because I like, just sometimes like you don't want you don't want to kind of like feel like you're making light of somebody else's experience because that's that, mm. that is their lived experience at the end of the day mm. um and like, and they'll have they'll they'll have a tribe somewhere, but it's just not with me. Mm-hmm. In that sense, yeah. But then, even if people go through things, there are still people that come out the other side that are mature and have built up, like you know, well, some yeah. Sort of... There's there's lots of people who what who do exactly. So you don't but need then... to just like have your. <laughs> I would say lower your standard, but. But that's huh? the thing. That's why I say like that. That person just isn't for me. Yeah, cause... exactly. You know, clearly something in their experience is why they act how they act. So mm. clearly that just doesn't match up with me, kind of mm. thing. You know, so not even because it yeah. doesn't even like directly have to like. There's people who probably have had fantastic upbringings and experiences who also act less than their age. You know, mm. 
you know what can what can we say so yeah 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 but but face tattoos no that's a no from me no um if someone had a face tattoo that i dated i don't think i would ever be bringing them home to see my family at all no my mum would take the piss like my mum's too much of a piss taker for me to do that <laughs> my mum would be like looking at them like she, well because like the way my mum is like with my piercing she's always like Ugh, like that because like she's just imagining the pain so that's what she'll be thinking yeah. with the face tattoo and with the tattoo she'll really just be like why she, mm. she'll just be like mm, I don't understand my dad I don't think my dad will my dad wouldn't acknowledge them as a person I'm not even gonna lie <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie if I brought someone home yeah if I brought someone home with a face tattoo <sighs> my dad he'll do a side eye and he'll go into his office. I, I think he'll just be like, why is this person in my house? <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. My, like, um, yeah, he just won't acknowledge them as an as a actual person. Mm. And then be like, um, they're not going to last long or something. Or, well, yeah. I've never really brought anyone home for any of my family to meet. So, yeah. Mm. Surely they'd have to be nice though because you haven't no. brought anyone home. So it's like, you're they bringing someone home nice. now. Oh, so they just wouldn't care. They wouldn't care, like, and as well, like, my dad. My person. dad will. My dad is not a sociable guy. He'll just be like, mm. he'll just go in his office. He's not a sociable guy. He's like, he'll just so be like, funny. why is this person in my? Why is this person in my house? I don't know, but they'll leave soon, and hopefully they don't come <laughs> back here again. Like that's literally what it would be like. <laughs> like my dad won't be acknowledging anyone that he don't want to acknowledge. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah he he just about says hello to me, like. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Um, <laughs> have you got any more Love is Blind takes? Because I've got um, a question. What, Love is Blind uh, or, um, or Married oh, at sorry. First Sight? Married at First Sight, yeah. Because mm. Love is Blind is coming on soon. I've got it in my brain. Oh, uh, So um, I, I started watching Love is Blind and then I fell asleep and took it off. What, has but, it come um, out now? The new it's one? It came out today. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay, that's I'll try and watch it. But um, yeah. it's not it's not looking as entertaining as mm. the last two seasons though. At That's the moment. a shame. I know because it was very entertaining. Like, yeah, it's like they really characters. entertained us. You know, like mm. even with Shake, Shake carried the whole of last season though. Let's mm-hmm. we can't even lie. And even Shayna and Shane doing their stupidness that was very yeah. annoying. Um, but Shane yeah. was a great character. He's the most American person I've ever seen on my TV screens. <laughs> yeah. So there's kind of like a Shane character, mm. like a Shane Barnett character. Um, mm. But at the moment, they're not really, not not as much as them. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, nothing's really standing out as such. And and they've got and they're all on the holidays at the moment mm. like when well when I open my eye again they're all on the holidays yeah. so nothing was really jumping out <laughs> you know it's so funny you, you fell asleep while watching it yeah I just went to sleep <laughs> I, I, literally, I literally do this so much like I fall asleep watching things well, I wake I'm, up. I'm sick in it so I, I put something on that yeah. I can go to sleep with on 
yeah. I get captivated by reality TV, but like well, I can usually Love is Blind captivates crime. me. Yeah. Because usually it's usually there's something going on. Like it's usually there's a shake telling women that they're too fat, asking them can they can he lift them on their shoulders? Like <laughs> And even with the first season, there's a love story that you like so much, like Lauren and Cameron, where it's just like the fuck. Yeah. But like And they say nothing, I love you in the first episode. Literally, oh. like, but nothing's really doing that for me. I'm just like mm. yeah. yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, what did you want to ask me? I was going to ask. So I saw a clip online um, mm-hmm. from two of my sister's podcast about age mates and the pressure to kind of be at a certain level at a certain age. You know, there's expectations that you need to yeah. be here by this age and or at least you need to match up to what your friends and other people your age are doing and I feel like this whole um because we're all on socials and we can all see people that are within our age bracket I feel like there is definitely a bit more pressure there because Mm -hmm. you can see what other girls our ages are doing for instance Molly Mae she's like three years younger than me yet she's like like financially she's doing a lot like she's she's making she seems like she's having an amazing life and I was just gonna ask you um what you think like whether you feel any sort of pressure whether you feel stressed at any time that you're that you're not actually at the level that you should be at um and yeah whether how you feel about like life in general when it comes to um just like external pressures um i mean well yeah always Mm. i feel like that's that's always been a factor but to be honest though like because in my friendship group like I'm one of the old I'm like one of the eldest in my friendship group really Mm. so in that case there isn't really much comparison as such to be like oh my god my friends are doing this and like Mm. we all do so so much different things you know some of us and like some some of my friends are still studying you know stuff like that like we're all doing so, so such different things that I can't mm. really compare to my friends, which I think is good. Yeah. Um, however, in the sense of like social media and stuff, I'm always feeling like, oh, I need to be somewhere else. I need to be doing better. I need mm. to be doing this. Um, but I think at the moment though, I'm at to be honest not even gonna lie like I, to be honest I'm at a place where it's actually really good at the moment and oh, I'm, I feel like I'm right now I'm on track like yeah um guys I'm even just gonna tell tell you guys like so um I'm leaving my current job um and I managed to get a 12k salary rise in, in my new oh my job. god so that's amazing like, yeah so this is the thing it's just like I feel like right now I'm I'm on track of what I need to be on and mm. sometimes it's like I don't want to be you'd keep looking at other people and be like okay well I'm only making this much and I need to be making X amount more because you know what it's going to come with time and right now I'm on the right track like everything mm. is a journey and sometimes like you just kind of need to just keep keep going on the journey and then everything yeah. everything's going to keep coming it's going to come when the time is right and um 
yeah like just everybody just needs to keep making their moves and and sometimes it's like when you're always kind of comparing yourself to Mm. other people who might be on a completely different Mm -hmm. journey than what you're on at the moment Mm. like it's like then it's just like why why are you comparing to that person because it doesn't it's yeah. not gonna make any sense like you're not mm. in the same place as them they're not in the same place as you the journey's yeah. different kind of thing it's true what about um like from family or I guess you said not friends but like from family or any sort of like networks that you're part of do you feel any sort of pressure from from them um I feel like the pressure I feel from family wise is more of the fact that like, so for the first thing, I feel like there's pressure in the sense of from my dad, I feel like there's pressure because the only thing he says to me is make me proud. And I don't know what the fuck that means. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) It's like, what? And I'll just be like, well, what makes you proud? What is going to make you proud? I don't know. Mm. Um, so like in that sense it's just like well I don't don't know what that means so yeah you know I don't know if what I'm doing is the right thing Um, and then other pressure I get I feel like I do get pressure from my sister in Mm. the sense of I feel like she puts me on a pedestal in the Mm. sense of like she she kind of says to me like okay you are you are smart you are this you are this person Mm. and you're doing better than i am so like you need to keep doing better kind of thing Mm. and i feel like that is pressure in a sense of oh like i'm just trying to do what's right for me and and what Mm. my journey can lead to but it's not anything of me trying to trying to be doing better than anyone i'm just yeah because better is subjective again like it's not it's not the same for everyone like you might look at her and think the aspects of her life are better than yours like it's just so subjective exactly and it's just kind of like i feel like there's pressure in that sense because it's kind of like i feel like i need to be living up to a certain standard that my sister Mm. thinks is is right for me to be living in a sense yeah and like yeah. i need to be achieving and it's kind of like i feel like i need to be achieving things for both of us because mm. she's put this standard on me in a sense and i feel pressure in that sense um but mm. i do i try not to compare myself to people online however it's obviously easier said than done because mm. so when i first started transitioning into ux ui and you're just seeing everybody get get jobs mm. and stuff like that and you're seeing everybody transition into it and then being like oh i got a job at 35k salary yeah. i got a job yeah, at this the braggers. and yeah and it's just like mm, well my first job was 28k um so you know i i didn't quite get the salary i like i tried to ask for the mm. 35k salary they told me that all new starters start at start at 28k um, and that's not bad like because there's probably people who started at less than that do you know what i mean yeah. like it's not an awful salary yeah it's not an awful salary however they were they were underpaying me for my industry so mm. <laughs> that i will say um but yeah but then it's just kind of like yeah it's just kind of like just believing that the i feel like 
a lot of the time you kind of just have to believe in yourself and believe the journey that you've mm. chosen to be on and that this is the right path for you and um and to make sure that you're on a journey where one that you enjoy that you want to be on in that sense yeah i agree i think it's become very normalized as well on social media for everything to be about bragging and I don't I think we've become mm. a bit desensitized to how much people brag because I probably brag on mine like I only post really when I'm doing something fun on the weekend mm. or I'm I'm on a holiday like all of my pictures are just essentially like holiday pictures or like nice brunch pictures I don't post really when I'm doing mundane things and I think everyone has got a bit like that like the standard has got a lot higher so you're constantly seeing people brag about how much fun they're having even if it's not a oh my god look at how much fun i'm having post it is still that captured in images like you scroll through people's images and you think oh my gosh everyone is out having such a good time um so i feel like there's that pressure there but at the same time if you were to talk to maybe your parents (laughs) and show them some people's posts on socials, they'd be like, oh, like this person, they'd probably, like for my parents at least, they'd be like, oh, this person's bragging so much. Like, (laughs) come on, like, what are they doing? Like all of these stupid posts. Yeah. What? But like, do you think sometimes, you know, cause like when, say like, if you showed your parents people's Mm. social media and then they'll be like, oh yeah, they're bragging. And it's kind of like, but maybe they're just posting their nice pictures as well. Yeah, honestly, I get it from both sides, but but I I feel like we're forgetting what you're saying. Yeah, we're forgetting that people are just showing their highlights and like people are highlighting their career wins and things like that. And the best (laughs) times of their life. They're not not highlighting when things go wrong or when they haven't got a job or when their like partnership with a brand has like fell through. It's always the good, the good, the good. Yeah, because I get that as well in the sense of, because I understand what you're saying with... Mm with the whole point of like it's like all the time everybody's have it doing good things mm. which is great like you don't because to be honest you don't want to post you don't want to always post about your bad days no and I, find, I wouldn't and even you know, yeah i even find you know when you get some people who post about the bad days or post about mm. you know with the whole like you have like oh instagram versus real life post even yeah. those are yeah. fucking annoying as well it's like <laughs> Just post your thing and go. Like yeah. I just I don't I don't care. Like sometimes it's like I don't I don't want to see like the L behind I agree. what got your what got your nice picture. Cause it's so, a bit so, crazy, isn't it? Like yeah. there's some influencers that I follow or I have followed, and I'm just clocking it now. Like they've opened up about things that are going really wrong in their lives and I've unfollowed them. Because <laughs> I've been like, I don't want bad vibes on my timeline. I just want, I just want um, good things. Like, I don't want to see it. <laughs> this is really interesting though. Sorry to slightly change the subject. No, it's okay. people have been tweeting recently that they're unfollowing Quajo because of the recent post he, he did. And yeah. it, but basically, he was showing a really the bad toilet. Ha- yeah, oh my God. really bad house. Because I was eating dinner and I saw it, and I went off Instagram. I was like, I can't look. I can't yeah, look. so I I didn't see it. But people were like, how they're blocking him, they're unfollowing him. No. I'm like, but that's not the right attitude to have. <laughs> like, man, just come off the post and watch it when you're not eating or something, or don't watch it. Like, yeah, he needs to this guy, still guys, raise he's the housing activist yeah. guy. <laughs> the guy still needs to raise awareness for this bad social housing. Mm. 
And he you does. guys are all saying that you're unfollowing him. Like, come on now. Like, that's just too much. Like, how is that helping the situation? It's not. It's it's because we got so used to seeing certain things on Instagram that anything that strays away from that makes us feel ill. Yeah. <laughs> or at least makes us feel like, oh, I don't actually need to see this. When there's so many beautiful things I could be looking at, why would like, I look at a dirty toilet and cockroaches? <laughs> oh, God. Ew, is that what it was? But like, yeah, but then mm. this is the situation of some of the social housing in this UK. Like, And what he does is meant to be causing outrage because... Mm-hmm. This is it's outrageous what the, yeah. of the social housing, and yeah, I just find it just I find it mad that it's like got mm-hmm. to the point where people are like, I don't want to see this. Let me unfollow you. And it's just like, <laughs> mate, the guy is the guy is here for a good cause. Um, it's true, and you yeah. can just scroll past it. Like you don't exactly you really don't need to watch. I don't really watch all of them videos. The other day, I had to scroll through his profile because I thought, oh, let me just see. Like how bad things actually are and I was like oh my god this things is gross like there's mice climbing up things and all oh sorts but like you don't have to if you see it on your timeline you can literally just scroll Instagram yeah. is so fucking easy you don't need to just sit there and wait <laughs> and for things it. to load yeah literally. like you can scroll <laughs> it'll come off the app and it will yeah. refresh for you like yeah. that's the thing because it's like I'm just not yeah but I get it though as well like I, sometimes even with the whole kind of bragging um, mm. bragging argument sometimes even like when people are highlighting their lows even that seems like bragging oh yeah I went through this and look how I overcome it like yeah. fucking hell yeah. right it's like, very true it's very true and especially like on my skincare page there's a lot of um, oh like my skin was so bad and now look at me it's glowing it's amazing no, look at me and I- now I'm beautiful <laughs> I try and I try and stray away from that. Like my kind of message is that there's no such thing as bad skin. Like yeah, yeah you might have a breakout and yeah, you might have some sort of flare up, but you're still the same person. And like you should be valued you, in the same way. And then people say to you, "Oh well, doesn't mean anything coming from someone that's so beautiful." <laughs> I've actually had hate comments before. It's actually quite funny. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, your skin is like, you to you say. Really, you really need to go to the doctors." So I'm like, "Sorry." <laughs> you're like, "Mate, oh, you're trying to say um, there's no such thing as bad skin." I say, "Otherwise, <laughs> yeah." They literally say that. They're like, "Well, what about this?" They try and challenge me. I'm like, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> go to the doctors. <laughs> go sort it out. Doctors. I'm sick of seeing it. <laughs> Or they're like, have you tried um, tea tea tree oil and stuff like that? That's the worst thing to put on your face. Honestly, like, do you want me to die? Tea tree oil shouldn't even be a thing because you shouldn't even put it in your hair either. You know, what I do with tea tree oil is I sometimes put it in the bath and it's actually good for your pH levels, but I I don't Mm. notice it. Do you know what I mean? It's not going to get rid of thrush or anything, but it's still, it's it's meant to be quite good for your pH levels. Mm. But like that's the only way I can think of it being good because at least because then it would be mm. widely dispersed. It's not going to be so concentrated yeah. on your face or on your scalp. Like, True. Like yeah. in the bath, at least it's like mixed in with the water. But yeah, yeah. That, if putting it directly on your face is a no. Even I've got a I've got a face steamer and I put a few things in there. So I put a bit of tea tree, eucalyptus, and peppermint. 
because they're all like things that are supposed to be good for like your breathing and things like that. Mm. And if you put too much concentration of the tea tree in it, your face starts to feel like it's burning. It's not oh, nice. God. Yeah. I'm not a tea tree lover. <laughs> no, it's not it. It's like one of the worst, worst things that they used to try and sell us to put on our face. Yeah. Worst thing. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but um anyway, back to bragging. I get it. Mm. Actually, because one thing I think I actually I highlighted to you. So there's a one page. Yeah. I don't want to say the page because I think she does have a good page. Um, so it's one of the girls that does like she does um rent yeah. rents. Yeah. Um, but like she had one property post. Girls. Yeah, so mm. she's a property girl. She's doing really well. Um, and we love that for her. She's got all the tips for all the girls out there who want to get into the rent to rent business and stuff like that and get into mm-hmm. property. Everything she does, we we do we think everything she does is fantastic, is amazing. Mm. But then there was one post that she had, and like basically, I scrolled past the post and I saw Deanna had liked it. And um, trust me, I didn't read it then, properly. Yeah, then I, I was looking at the post and I was just really confused by it <laughs> because she was just like, yeah. So she had said something in like she'd put about how oh yeah, this is how I achieve my goals, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, yeah, I achieved my goal of making 80K in a month. And I was just like, huh? <laughs> and like, I read it, I was just like, wait, wait, wait. Achieve my goal, finally achieved my goal of making 80K in one month. And I was just like, but, but, but why? Like, what, what was, what was wrong? And, like, and so in her caption, yeah. she said, yeah, so, when I first started making 10K a month, I was just thinking of ways. How can I double this? How can I make more? I want to make more. And my goal is my goal to make 80K in a month. I want to make 80K each month. And I was mm. there thinking, hold on, but but why? What's what's wrong with 10K mm-hmm. a month? Like literally, and like, this is how I'm thinking because, and this is not to say, look, her goals are fine if that's what she wants to do. Maybe she wants to make 80K in one month and she's not working for the rest of the year. Like, you know, it could be something like that. Yeah. Um, however, but like, anyway, so, I, and I was reading her caption and all I was thinking was like, yeah, but like, this is just sounding very braggy and very much like you're holding wealth. Like, as soon as I start, <laughs> I start shouting about, yes, reach my goal of making 80K every month. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, you guys like, have got to humble me. Someone yeah, humble me and be like, like, "What is this bitch doing?" Literally, like, where? So, what? Where are you giving? How much do you, are you giving to charity? Please let me see. Let me see the yeah. assets. Like, let me see where where some of this money is going. Because honestly, I'm just. I was just like confused. Well, you I- forwarded it to me, and I was like. I'm I'm sure I didn't read the post properly. I just said yeah, I, I just thought, read oh, it. I've achieved my goal and I thought, oh nice, let me like yeah. it. And then it said 80k a month. I thought it was like she earned 80k altogether from property investing. So I was I was like, oh yeah, that's that's pretty good. Like from all of your properties that you've got, but 80k in one month. I reread it and I was like, hmm, let me think. Like 80k <laughs> in one month. And I thought, 10k in one month is is the max that I no I don't even know I just feel like it's it's so much money that it's it's like crazy it's mad imagine only 80k every single month I just feel like what would I do with that money but then that makes me think how many people are earning this and they're not talking about it because she's the first person I've I've seen online talk about how much she's earning from you know like her line of work 
Like, like 80k I'm... a month. Are the royal family earning that? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> They're so broke. <laughs> broke bitches. Oh gosh. But like, this is the thing. I was just like, eh? and then as well. So like, after so I read all of that, yeah. And then I went scrolling through her post, and then there was a birthday post. Just like, oh yeah, 26th birthday. I decided to hire this four million, um, this four million villa. Uh, <laughs> this four million dollar <laughs> villa and I was just thinking oh that's what your 80k is going towards okay cute I get it mm. um, but like and like this is fine like okay that's what you like to do on your holiday like not it's not really my sort of thing like no same cool but um, yeah like four million dollar fun. villa you could like travel to like every country <laughs> uh, anyway um, but mm. yeah I was just like okay you do you sis but yeah, like I was just kind of like, that was probably one of the most braggiest posts mm. I've read because like in in the in the post, she didn't kind of sit, talk about how she did it. She didn't kind mm. of talk about what made her want to do it. What is this 80K for? She was just like, I've made 80K a month. You know, I'm doing all of this stuff. Property investment has mm. got me here. Yes. And I would just planned out everything I need to do and I worked hard and yeah. Yeah. And as well, I was just like, it's not every day work hard. And like, so you started, you made 10K a month and you were like, I need to work harder. Like that's just madness. Yeah, like personally, if I'm earning 10K a month, I'm good. Like, yeah. I'm very, very good. I don't very need to good. be earning. Like, I don't need to be aiming. Like, I don't need to set any more goals to be earning more. Like I'm pretty settled. Because if that's I was earning I 10K, if I was earning 10K a month, I'd be able to save a deposit to buy a house, to buy a good house. Yeah. I'm sure, maybe. 10K a I month, think- what's that? 120K a year. Yeah. So you yeah. should be able to get a good house on a 120k salary, right? Right? A good mortgage. I, I'm just thinking if I'm not silly, right? If you're earning 10k a month for a couple of years, you can save for a few properties, buy some properties, make them buy to let properties, and then you can be a bit freer. Like you don't need but, to be working full time, work part time or like don't work at all but then because I think you're earning money from properties. But then the thing is like cuz she's already earning money from properties, so she must have bought some bought some for buy to let yeah. as well yeah. as doing serviced accommodation I don't know she must be she must like yeah there, she must obviously be. it was a reason why she wanted to make 80k a month but I was just kind of like like literally from that post and I don't want this to be like okay because obviously because this um this person she's a black woman you know like so obviously like black women make your money I think this is it's amazing like good for you you're making 80k a month yeah um, I'm learning a lot from her profile like her yeah, profile is really interesting her profile's great um but what it really made me think of because obviously I don't want to be kind of um being down on how black women make their money like okay she can carry on make her money i feel like Mm. the post seemed a bit braggy but then i'm trying to overlook that and be like no no no, she's making her money she's helping other people make make their money yeah um so putting her aside it but it kind of made me think of you know when we see like the forbes 30 under 30 lists and stuff like that Mm. i feel like it brought on that conversation in a sense of why do we glorify people making fuckloads of money under the age of 30 like why is it that so glorified and why is and yeah. why is that such a big thing why are we all about entrepreneurship and rushing how, yeah mm. and rushing to be making money you know at, at a young age 
there's no way you can do it unless you're like a nepotism baby your parents have helped you and funded exactly. like your projects and stuff or unless you're very 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 lucky like a musician a sports yeah. star like something like that like there's not really many ways that you you can excel like that and if you do end up excelling like that should it even be celebrated like is it even a big deal especially if you've come from money it's like cool like kind of expected like cool your parents are rich and you have your own business like Kylie yeah you probably put in work you probably have lots of ideas and you're a creative person but cool like I'm not I'm not jumping for joy because I don't really Mm. care like do you know what I mean yeah and I also find it crazy that like I only thought about this because I saw because I saw a woman making this money who I feel like oh she's teaching how people like me can Mm. make that sort of money which is great. She's making that sort of yeah. money accessible. Why is it then that when you when the when things start to seem accessible to you, is it that that's when you start to question how ethical it is? Because that's when it started to question: Is it ethical for me to make eighty k a month? I don't think that's ethical. I think some. I think there'll be someone mm. down the line who'll be get it, who would be being exploited. You know, like mm-hmm. and. I don't think that, and for me, ethically, I don't think that's right. I feel like, you know, and and then as well, it's thinking, well, what would I even do with all that money? Like, yeah. you know, because obviously like I'd buy a couple of properties, but then after that, what would I do with that money? Like, what do I, what do I need all of that money for? And what do I want? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like that money should be helping save the planet. It should be helping feed the children in the UK. Mm. It should be, you know, People should be eating everybody yeah, everywhere. It's true. Kind of thing. Yeah. Cause um, like my point just there about like, oh, you should have financial freedom in my mind once you've like got a couple properties, whatever, yeah. like you're but feeling then, secure. It's like what's next? Like for yeah. me, like the next thing is helping people. Like now that you're kind of free. It's like, oh, I've got all of this money and all of this like income. Where can I be putting it? Oh, maybe I should be putting it towards helping people. And she used helping people to be fair, getting on the property ladder. Mm-hmm. But like, helping but then she's getting paid that for that are... as well. But obviously, we're yeah. not shaming her though. <laughs> yeah, she like she can make her helping, money. I feel like, yeah, like for me personally, just ethically, it would always be about helping people that are at the bottom. Like, I mm. I don't like seeing homeless people. I don't like seeing like trans children going through crises because they can't access like healthcare. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. I, I feel like I'd really want to be helping the people that need the most help. Um, but for some people it's like about making more money and being in the rooms that they want to be in and you yeah. know being around the people they want to be around. Um, which I don't know. I just don't think that's right, but people do what they want to do. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, so we were talking before Just so we can get this in Just because we were talking about this before And we said we wanted to mention it Um, Because I I was Mm. there just having a day Watching musicals (laughs) And like We were just talking about High school musical, yeah Zac Efron Going from being Being the guy who was casted because of pretty privilege, you know, mm. um, they didn't have he him sing, sing, you know, they didn't mm. want him to sing in the first film. Like, I feel like we really should give props to Zac Efron for someone who did mm-hmm. not sing in the first high school musical to being like, no, I'm going to get singing lessons and I'm going to sing in the <laughs> other films. 
to them being... Oh, he sang in the office. I yeah. didn't know that. So he sang in High School Musical 2 and High School Musical 3 um, mm. to be like, I'm going to sing in the next films. Um, to, to then be the go-to musical guy. Like, to be honest, good for him. He did, he's done yeah. quite well for himself. Like... I am a fan of Zac Efron. Like, I think he, I think he's just really like a cool, you know how Disney stars as children, they can become really, really, you know, they can be really affected by the Disney kind of life that's presented Mm -hmm. to them as kids. And he just seems to, I think there was times like weren't his news leaked and things like that. Like there's been things that have happened, like little scandals here and there, but um, you see him now. His his lewds. It didn't matter. True. Whereas it, it didn't Vanessa matter. Hudgens was a woman. Yeah, Vanessa Hudgens was. The news yeah. mattered. <laughs> they did. But he, um, he, I watched his documentary on Netflix, only bits, I fell asleep. But um, he's just really like wholesome and very kind, very normal person. Mm-hmm. Like he was meeting with people across, like his documentary is about, I don't actually know what it's about, but he was going around the world and meeting people, trying food and, you know, just embracing cultures and stuff. And I watched the episode where he's in Iceland and he met with these like Icelandic people that were showing him this, you know, the the way, oh, if I even try and explain it, but it's like, you know, everywhere they've, the ground is hot in some areas and they use that heatness to like, Form energy that you know heats areas here, there, and everywhere. Like something about Iceland is like magical and crazy. <laughs> and he was like going around and you know spending time with them, spending time with the people and the scientists mm. that like work there. And he just seemed like really cool, really interested in what they were doing, really normal. And I just I'm a big fan of Zac Efron. I might I don't think I follow him on Instagram, but I'm gonna follow him because I'm a big fan. <laughs> like I just feel like, do you think because? He obviously he was in Disney when he was a bit older because High School Musical mm. was his first thing. Because um, I remember hearing how he yeah. got casted for it and everything. High School Musical mm. was his first thing, so he was kind of more in his um, late teens with High School yeah. Musical. Um, then he only had to do three movies, and then mm. then he could be out of the Disney universe to then yeah. be able to go into things. It was probably a lot more. The transition was a lot more seamless for him to then get just be picked up because to then mm. he was then in hairspray basically i was watching hairspray yeah. today to then just be 17 picked up. again um yeah yeah All 17 good, again was a disney movies. film as well wasn't it yeah that was it disney i, I really enjoyed disney. that <clears throat> chandler from friends was in it yeah um yeah to then be picked up um you know, into all the musicals, like he's been in Greatest Showman. And like Bad Dad. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Then he's just like the hot Grandpa, throb kinda. whatever it is. Yeah. Then we're gone. Hot throb. But um, yeah, I just think it's just, his career just sounds like it was quite interesting. And it's like, he actually did put in work to show, no, mm. I will sing and I can sing. I'll show you guys and mm. I'll prove you wrong. You know, like he didn't just ride on yeah, his pretty really privilege. Cool. Uh, and, and to lip sync. And like the thing with High School Musical is that High School Musical 2 was fucking sick. Like yeah. the fact that he actually sang those songs, yeah. I didn't realise that. I thought it was that same guy who, oh, no, was, no, he no. In that, um, was he in Cinderella Story or something with Selena Gomez? Like that same guy who covered him all the time. Um, <laughs> Definitely ugh. not Cinderella Story since that is not Selena Gomez. <laughs> no, she's in Cinderella Story. She's in Cinderella. She's in one of them. Because Cinderella Lizzie Story McGuire is was in um, one. Yeah, Cinderella story is Hilary Duff. Yeah, but then there's another one with Selena Gomez, a dance what, one. Monte Carlo. 
a dance no, one. Trust me. Yeah, it's a Cinderella story. You'll no, like it's it. Not. It's a dance a Cinder- one. You like a Cinderella a dance story movie. is Hilary Duff. I'm trying to tell you. Look, Cinder- look a Cinderella up, story. A Cinderella story please. is the guy from One Tree Hill and Hilary Duff. Oh, uh, yeah. Austin, whatever older. his name is. Yeah, and that's older no, than High School Musical. When I was younger, I had a DVD with both of them. I had the Selena Gomez Cinderella story and the Hilary Duff Cinderella story. What, there's the two. Prin- there's what the princess switch. But that's that doesn't have no, Zac not the princess. That's Demi Lovato. I know is my it? Disney shit. Yeah, yeah. M- Monte Carlo. I know Selena Gomez. No, no. Type it in. Type it's it Cinderella in. Cinderella story. Me. It's not a Cinderella story though. I'm, I'm sure. Two thousand four. I'm sure. What? Once upon a song. What the fuck is this? No, it's a Cinderella story. <laughs> yeah, it says a Cinderella story. Once upon a song. Oh, Two thousand eleven. Yeah, it's the same thing. I Selena. don't see Selena Gomez. Type in Selena Gomez. Oh my God, it literally comes up. Another Cinderella story. Okay, it's called Another. Because there's so many. Another Cinderella <laughs> Another story. One. <laughs> yeah, it's that guy that, that sang for Zac Efron, Drew Seeley. Oh, is that him? Yeah. Which is the one... Um, God, what? he's 40. Oh my God. <laughs> Everyone's aging. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I've never seen this shit. 2008. Yeah, she dances in the mirror. Like, there's lots of dancing. You'd love it. Oh. But it's not as good as the Hillary Duff. Like, for me, the Hillary Duff one was my favourite. No, that, that is that is just, like, an amazing film. Like, the yeah. fact that they had to call this another... Because Disney yeah. was ripping it off, because like, <laughs> Hilary Duff smashed it like that. That the storyline was just like everything that I want in a and teen had, drama, um, and like it had Howard from Big Bang in it as well. Oh yeah, and that what's that woman's name? That's like the bimbo old auntie. <laughs> oh yeah, she's like iconic. And she's in the Watcher. Yeah, her. Mm-hmm. I like her. This is two thousand and four. Yeah. This was pre um, High School Musical. I'm really impressed with um, with the fact that Zac Efron sang in High School Musical 2 because High School Musical 2, I think that was my favourite. You know what? I don't know which is my favourite because I like to watch all of them in a row now. And High School Musical 3, Aww. there's just something about High School Musical 3 which is just like, oh my God, this is actually so good. And because like we didn't <laughs> re-watch it all the time because it came out in cinema... I feel like it just doesn't get the, it doesn't get like, it doesn't get the recognition it deserves. The production yeah. is good. <clears throat> the storyline is interesting because it's like, oh, let's let's do it that they're going to have a musical of high school musical of like their life at school. <laughs> and then they're just going through like just the little moments that they have. And it's just like, oh, mm. this is actually quite interesting. And then they go to prom in the musical. And I'm like, no, this is sick. They're yeah. going to prom in the musical. Like, yeah, the production is good. And even, and just that waltz. That's yeah. that song, that waltz what, song. That song it's such a beautiful I song. I could believe. Na, 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 yeah, that's how it goes. What, how, yeah. what is that called? The way you do. Oh, how does it go? Oh, I like that. But then if you were to ask me what is high school musical three about, I wouldn't be able to I mean, well I just told you what it's about. You. So I know you did just tell me, but if I didn't hear that, I would not know. Yeah. <laughs> but 
Yeah, that's just what I like about I think High School Musical 3 is just quite emotional. Um, yeah. And it's just like, and you can see that they were just all so sad that they were going to be leaving each mm. other and that this is the last one. And yeah. And mm. yeah. Yeah. But then, obviously, but then High School Musical 2 is good. I feel like the storylines in all of the, I feel like the storylines in all of the High School Musical calls a week mm. except for in the last one I feel the storyline in the last one was actually okay and I think that's what as well is kind of makes me like like the last one because the storyline kind of mm. made sense but in the other yeah. ones they're all weak Gabriella having a fit over nothing um, always <laughs> trying to run away like clearly she don't want a boyfriend I love that though I love that yeah that's and me. then all the time he runs after her like <laughs> Yeah, that's really, that's me again. <laughs> really giving false hope to all of the young girls out there because men will not be running yeah. after you, girl. <laughs> they will not chase you. <laughs> they will not chase you because you decided that you overheard something and wanted to take it the wrong way instead of discussing it with them. And because um, <laughs> they want to play Sharpe's basketball. There. <laughs> and yeah, Sharp is there. Sharp is there being the main character that she is. Um, mm. Look, I'm sorry. Sharpay just wanted to start in her musicals. Then these riffraff just came in off the street <laughs> and took all the lead parts. Like, I understand her frustration. All the lead parts. Yeah. All of the yeah. lead parts. Like, I understand mm. why she was so frustrated. I'm sorry. She was in the drama club for all of the years before they decided that they wanted to just start mm-hmm. singing. And the way that they keep calling it yeah. a singing thing the whole way through rude very rude very rude to the point where it's as true. well like they kept calling it a singing thing that when Troy decided that he also wanted to um, study performing arts mm. at uni that like they weren't taking him seriously he was just like oh yeah I'd also like to perform do performing arts and they were like oh shit this is real me <laughs> like <laughs> uh. Oh gosh. But I'm very glad that the rightful people got the scholarships to Juilliard. Amazing. <laughs> so yeah. I can't even remember. Like I literally can't remember who yeah. got the scholarships and who didn't. Oh um it was it was um Kelsey and um Ryan. They got scholarships oh. to Juilliard. Kelsey. Yeah, so Aww. the right the right people got the scholarships. Because imagine if like Troy and Gabriella got scholarships like the fuck. I mean yeah. Gabriella wasn't even there to perform anyway, so like mm. <laughs> and, and Troy didn't go Troy didn't perform either because he went to mm. go chase after Gabriella. Um Aww, yeah. sacrificing his education again. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> again. Yeah. But um <laughs> hilarious mm-hmm. yeah anyway like yeah we just wanted to actually talk about so yeah that was just, that's one time a white man has actually worked for something everything else <laughs> everything else yeah he got handed it he got handed it to him afterwards but he did actually work he did actually put some work in because mm. Ima- imagine work work work, work this out, out. <laughs> make things right the sun the was shining oh I know this dance <laughs> I was doing better the dance. than any honey dance or step up dance <laughs> no literally actually the dances are better oh my god I sent you yeah. um, <laughs> I sent you a step up <laughs> oh my oh, god Me was the, that step up oh. that was a step up I haven't even seen that step up no um Oh, sorry, I need step to... Step up is so embarrassing. 
so embarrassing. Okay, meet meet the Thorps, yeah. Sorry, they... <laughs> Sorry, they put on a step-up... <laughs> I don't even know what step-up is. A step-up... Um, a step-up dance scene on and then they start copying the <laughs> scene it's then, so funny the powder put, bit <laughs> the blue powder it was like from white chicks or something <laughs> i'm sorry that was it was fucking hilarious um, but i'm sorry all of these stupid movies and even like with the chris brown dances and then it's like you see them yeah like doing everything it's uh, just like what are they they look so stupid I know like the noughties oh, was such gosh. a time for dancing it's like the early noughties it's like yeah, but how step, did you come no, up that with step this that step up was an early noughties though was it not when was definitely it definitely not that step up was definitely getting to 2010s really yeah because oh the first wasn't the first step up like 2004 or something I don't know anything about Step Up. Oh, do you not? I've so seen some of the honeys. I don't think I've seen them. Okay, so Step Up 2 was 2008. Step Up 3, 2010. Mm. Step Up <gasps> China, 2019. <laughs> China. Sorry. I bet there's no Chinese people in it. It's just all <laughs> white people. <laughs> kind of like, um, kind of like um, Fast and Furious, how like they're just not making yeah. sense. Um, step up China Like it is actually a thing Okay There's There's a step up five Step up Step up Revolution Which I think is step up four Was 2012 Um, Step up all in Step is step up five That was 2014 Step up China was 2019 Yeah step up China 2019 (laughs) Oh my god Oh the main character (laughs) Is Asian Oh, it's actually a whole a full Asian cast. Interesting. Okay. Oh, Neo's that in it. That makes it Wait, better. Wait, what's this? Who's in it? Neo? Who's in one of them? Neo. Let me not talk about that guy. <laughs> yeah, so the first step up was 20... It was 2006. Hmm. And the second step up, 2008. And then step up three is where it all just started to go a bit like downhill. Um, <laughs> which is a shame because Alison, what's her name? What's her name? Alison, Alison Stoner, who, mm. oh shit, who was kind of oh, like- Oh, the girl from Sweet Life with Zach and Cody. Yeah. Like she was in all the Missy Elliott videos, so it's a shame when yeah, she it, was. When it is a shame that when it came to her time for the step up to kind of actually be like, kind of mm. star, kind of starring her, um, yeah, it just went all downhill. Um, she's really cool now. She's got like her own like mental health kind of platform and oh, stuff on cool. YouTube. I think, yeah. do you think as well with Alison, do you think that as she grew up, she didn't have the sex appeal that um, they they mm. would have wanted her to have. So that's why she didn't get those leading roles. Maybe because she was a tomboy, wasn't she? Like yeah. we never really saw her as like a, like one of the girls that would date the guys. She yeah. was literally a tomboy that used to just hang around with Zach and Cody, but didn't and one like, of them fancy her? Yeah. Like maybe one of them did, her. but... I think so. We still only saw her in a tracksuit and like hair scraped back. <laughs> but I think I think as well, like when she's older, because it wasn't like 
she's she doesn't seem like one of those girls who had like the body kind of thing where they'd want to see yeah. her body with the sex appeal in that sense I feel mm. like they didn't really she didn't really get the yeah she did she didn't get to kind of like have that even though no. she's been a dancer for how long like dancing with I'm, the girl was dancing with Missy Elliott come on now yeah yeah but I still think um, Disney messed her up that's why she's like of so course. pro mental health and stuff now even though she's not in that of category of like yeah exactly it's really sad it's most of the girls are just like they, they seem to have really gone through it even like Nickelodeon I've been hearing things like with um, yeah what's her like name the Sam from iCarly yeah. what's her name Jennifer McCartney is yeah it, Jeff- or? Jennifer yeah and she's got she's got a book as well isn't it? yeah okay. about I'm glad my mum's dead or something yeah, I'd like to read that actually because I've watched a few documentaries about her and her mum and her mum just doesn't seem very nice Mm. which is crazy it's crazy how like you got some child actors who really were like um like who really who were the breadwinners for their families mm-hmm. and like had so much pressure of them to be in these it's like acting Britney Spears roles as well yeah, yeah crazy to be in these acting roles to actually be making the money for their family crazy mm. yeah but then it's again kind of relating to what we were talking about earlier. It's like we can look at our age mates and kind of think, oh, I'm so jealous. They're having so much fun. But really, we don't know about people's pressures like behind mm-hmm. closed doors. And we don't exactly. know about what people are dealing with, like family wise. I feel like people definitely take having stable families or at least families that are supportive for granted. Yeah. Like we look at other people and think, oh my God, you're having so much fun. But it's mm-hmm. like, at what what sake do you know what I mean like yeah. there's, there's things happening in everyone's maybe, lives maybe they need 80k a month yeah maybe they do <laughs> yeah for what I don't know but maybe they but, do yeah their <laughs> situation <laughs> <laughs> but yeah anyway <laughs> what are you injecting this week I've injected 80k um... a month <laughs> I'd like 80k a month just to see what it's about. Just to see what it's like. To see if um, I also just need for like 80K three months. months. Yeah, just for three months. <laughs> Tax free, please. Um, I'm, I'm injecting um, that everything happens um, in like divine timing, and that you, your path is there. This is yeah. what I'm trying to think. Your path is there. And you're just following your path mm-hmm. and whatever routes you take, you're following the the correct routes. So don't stress yourself out too much. Just keep continuing on the journey and enjoy. Enjoy. Okay. From what you said, I'm going to inject, relating to what you said, that mm. I'm going in to inject kind of being able to keep focused and to actually have an idea of what of what the path it is that you want to be on like be like Mm. focus on the path that is going to bring you happiness focus on a path Mm. that is that isn't going to just be causing you anxiety and stress like Mm. um do the path that that or like you know even if it's so this could be any type of path site whether this is career-wise whether this is kind of socially wise focus on the path that actually brings you joy um Mm. Yeah, that's what my injector is. Focus, focusing on the path that 
and or try or even just trying to work out what path is going to bring you joy or bring you the most yeah. joy um yeah and then soon all of us 80k a month yeah um yeah <laughs> so soon yeah so that's what i'm injecting <laughs> soon Easy. comes the 80K, Light the 80k a month yeah <laughs> legit um but yeah thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of inject it um you can find us at injected underscore pod on Instagram and on Twitter. Use the hashtag injected podcast and tweet us um, and give us a five star review on Apple and on Spotify, please. Um, yeah. Yeah. We hope that you enjoyed. And I'm Alexandra. You can find me at A-L-X-N-D-R underscore N-I-C on Instagram. And I'm Deanna. You can find me at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B underscore on Instagram. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So, I hope you enjoyed and have a nice rest of your week. Bye.